How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tip of the Cap podcast. Um, unfortunately, today I do not have a guest with me. I'm finding this time of year, as I kind of expected it to be, is tough for multiple different reasons with, you know, summer programs finishing up their, you know, their tryouts and getting ready for next year and the start of fall ball. Um, high school's not quite back yet. You know, the, the JUCOs and colleges have kind of gotten back into the swing of some things at certain levels here and there. Um, you know, it's just kind of a hectic time of year here in August. So I didn't want to leave you guys hanging too long. I've gone almost two weeks now, if not if not two weeks, without releasing an episode. And I didn't want to wait too much longer. Um, so you may have the occasional... I mean, this may be a, a quick episode and then... You know, later this week, if I can tie somebody down quick, I'll might put another one out, but uh, we'll see. Specifically, what I wanted to talk about today is, uh, I mean, the, the biggest event going on in sports currently is the Little League World Series. Um, you know, we've got kids out there from all over the world doing the Little League thing and living it up. And I personally love the Little League World Series for a number of reasons. I think it's a blast for the kids. Um, I think it's great for the sport. You know, do, do I think that there are things that could be better? Absolutely. Do I think it's a thing that if they don't fix it, is it going to go away? No. They've been operating in a certain way for so long that it's not going to make much of a difference. It would just, you know, in, in the realm of always wanting to make it better, I think that's where, uh, you know, that, that's where that falls. But, um, you know, it, because of the Little League World Series, there's been a lot of different takes on things that have happened this year in in games and whatnot. And it's kind of led me down the path of realizing that at its purest form, adults ruin youth sports. Um, that coming from an adult who I'm sure at some point or another has reacted in a way not becoming of what I'm talking about. But, you know, we're not all perfect. It's just that there are some consistencies out there, I think, that need to be touched on. And really it's just more talking points than anything else at this point because, again, I don't have somebody to go back and forth with here. So it's just going to be my thoughts and or me asking questions. And I'd love, you know, between comments on this on the Podbean app if that's how you la- if that's how you you know listen or if you follow me on Twitter um, you know the discussion on Twitter is always fantastic you know I put some things up here and there and some of them blow up more than others but you know the the good conversation the good back and forth with everybody is really what I'm looking to do and again one of the main goals of this podcast so first things first um, the reason I say that parents ruin youth sports is, at their core, kids want to play. Um, you know, kids, humans are naturally competitive. Humans naturally want to compete with and against people, I think. And it's something that is just naturally learned as we grow. Um, you know, but when you come to a point of saying that kid is over-competitive, or that kid is under competitive, 
I think that's learned. You know, I think the idea of a 10, 11, 12-year-old, even a 7, 8-year-old who's just an over-competitive, for lack of a better term, little jerk that has a bad attitude, carries himself in a poor way amongst his team and whatnot is, um, you know, I, th I think that's one of those things that is tough, but I think I think it's learned. I, I think that's something that we take from home. Um, you know, and I also don't think that the idea of you win just because you showed up today is something that is, is something that's learned either. I don't think a kid wakes up in the morning and says, "I deserve something because I got out of bed." Um, I think that's also learned, and th those are things that come from adults. Those are things that come from home. You know. Little Johnny is the most fantastic person ever because he wiped his nose today. Like, no, no, that's that you know that's a thing from home that parents instill in their kids that when that their kids then struggle when you know wherever they are, whatever they do, be it school, sports, or anywhere else, that if they don't succeed, you know they they have a problem with it. They end up struggling with any type of failure at all and at the same token those kids that are super over competitive you know and, th and this coming from a guy who is regularly accused of not being able to lose an argument that you know sometimes i argue for the sake of argument's sake because i just don't want to be wrong um which there is some truth to i guess but you know it makes people not not want to have a discussion with you at some point. You know, it's the same way it makes people not want to play with you if you're playing a sport or things of the sort. You know, being that over-competitive, you know, I, I, which I think can stem into pointing fingers at other people and, you know, a whole slew of other issues. You know, I think those are, you know, things that we learn from adults, from the people in our lives that we, we see and emulate growing up. Um, you know, and I think... A lot of this can be seen outright by adults' reaction to things that happen in youth sports. I don't think there's ever been a news article about, or you know, even a news segment on TV about a kid freaking out and, you know, a 12-year-old a kid, 13-year-old kid freaking out and throwing equipment on the ice or on the field. But there have been to my recollection that I know of at least three different specials on parents and youth sports where parents can be seen climbing the glass at a hockey game or, you know, throwing a garbage can out of the field at an, toward an umpire or things like that, you know, and, um, you know, I, and I think it can be like, if, if you're not paying attention to some of the back and forth across social media about some things that I'm going to touch on here in a minute with the little league world series, you can see where some of this comes from. Um, you know, the, the two big topics right now that I've seen, aside from the, the, you know, the strike call from the umpire that now has everybody bashing a volunteer umpire, the Little League World Series. But, you know, the, the, the two, the big one, it started with the high five where, you know, a pitcher gave up a home run and he trotted over to the first baseline and gave the kid who hit it, and maybe it was the third baseline, I don't really recall, went to the baseline and gave the kid a high five who hit it. And, you know, parents were up in arms about it. Parents, adults were up in arms about it. You know, that, you know, that's, that's BS. That's not, 
you know, that's not sportsmanship. Well, to some extent it is. You know, do I do I think going and high-fiving a kid that just dropped a tank off you, do I think it's going a little too far down the spectrum? Yeah, a little bit. But do I think the kid should be berated or belittled for it? No. I mean, you have to take into context what this is. Like, is it? it's the Little League World Series, and these kids want to play, and they want to win. But they're also kids that are going out there, and I mean, you know, some, some of these kids, I, I remember a couple of years ago, this little guy was out on the mound, gave up an absolute missile to probably one of the biggest hitters in the tournament. And the, the, the shock and awe on this kid's face was fantastic. Like, he just, he saw the ball get hit, and he just turned, admired, and, like, smiled and laughed at his fielders like, oh, my God, did you see that? And I think that's sport in its purest form. I think that's, you know, that's, that's a kid out at the park playing with his buddies with nobody watching. You know, and his, you know, one of his friends just dropped the biggest hit he's ever seen. And the kid's just like, oh, my God, that was that was amazing. Um, you know, and meanwhile, you have adults that are like, how, you know, if I were this kid's coach, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd pull him for that. I would, you know, what are you doing out there? You don't go high five the kid after you drop the home run off. You, you know what? If we're playing, if we're playing, a, a, you know, a sectional final, sectional semifinal, sectional playoff game of some sort, a, you know, something like that. You know, if you're in a big college game and a dude hits a rocket off you like that, are you going to go high five them? Probably not. But I mean, at the same token, I've played more than my fair share of games where it's happened to me and I have, I myself have done it where, you know, I hit, you know, a gap shot double and I'm on second base and the shortstop of the second baseman's like, hey, Josh, nice rip. You know, you hit a home run. And a boy, nice rip, kid. Like, you know, you're not happy about it, but you respect it. You respect the achievement of the other player. And I know that this crosses, you know, crosses lines of other sports. You know, you, you know, I've, you know, in football, hey, nice block. Hey, good work. You know, great catch. Good, you know, great hands. Holy crap. You know, when, when you do something like that, like, it's not uncommon to be congratulated by by the other team. It's just this was as visual, I think, as it's ever been, where a kid literally went out of his way to high-five the guy that hit a ball off him. Again, do I think it went a little too far? Maybe. Do I think, you know, some of the reaction that went the other way, like, you know, pull the kid or, you know, that's disrespectful to his own team, stuff like that. Like, do I think that's the case? Absolutely not. And I think... That is where we stem into the world where adults ruin youth sports. You know, you're 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 telling you're you're voicing your opinion that if you were the coach of that kid, that you know, because he went and high fived the kid, he should be punished. That failure is not okay in that instance. You know, it's like, and you know what you know what's going to come from that is. That kid is going to remember the time he pitched in the Little League World Series and tell the story about how, you know, he threw a ball to a kid that hit it X amount of feet and that team went on to go so far or, you know, it was, and again, I don't, I don't even really recall the situation, like if that, if one of those teams is going to, you know, have a shot or, I mean, they're, they're all competitive teams, whatever it may be. You know, that kid's going to tell that story for the rest of his life, and he's not going to look down at him and be like, oh, I gave up this home run, and like, you know, like, oh, I, I suck, I'm terrible. No, that's not the case. You know, it's 
we we all have stories. If you've played this game, you have stories like that. You have stories of the time. You know, I I, I got to pitch against um, one of the Gronkowski boys, and I don't remember exactly which one because there's so friggin' many of them. But I got to pitching him against a, you know, a summer league, you know, I think it was probably 18 or 20 and under Babe Ruth ball or something. And, you know, he absolutely tattooed two straight fastballs off me, well foul and well over the fence. And I got him to swing out of his shoes and miss, you know, miss a curveball for strike three. And I, I love telling that story because, you know, that dude's making or made millions playing football somewhere along the line. And, you know, here I am working, you know, shooting a podcast that I myself put together for fun, you know. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water there. But, uh, you know, it, it that kid's going to tell that story, like, how he was pitching in the Little League World Series and some dude dropped a missile off of him. I, it, to say that that kid is wrong in any way, shape, or form, whether or not you agree with it, like, it. You're like it's the definition of parents ruining the game. Like if if that was your son and you berated him when he came off the field for congratulating the kid who hit a home run off him, I think you're wrong. You know, I, I think you can have the conversation of you know not for nothing in a different situation or in a game that's you know do or die. Maybe that's not the move, but you know, just be aware of the scenario type of conversation. Um. You know, and the other, the other big one was the kid that gets in the box and squats down as low as he can for the first pitch of his at bat. And yes, that is bush league. Yes, that is incorrect. That is, that is not something that should happen. However, I have seen quite a few people make the comment that you know the next pitch is in his ear hole or something along those lines. And in all honesty, as a coach who has made the call to intentionally hit a player in a game, that's not the situation. If there's anybody that you take exception with in that realm, in that story somewhere, it's the coach. Because that kid, again, learned that from someone. Someone either told him to do it or at bare minimum has not stopped him from doing it. And I think, you know, I think the answer of I as a coach see a 12-year-old squatting in the box, we throw a ball, get a called strike, and then the next pitch is like I tell my pitcher to put in the kid's back, I think that's wrong. You know, I, to me that's, a little further to the wrong side of the gray area of stealing signs when you're a runner on second base. You know, is is it wrong to do certain things? Like, yeah, again, I, I believe that's wrong. I believe that is a thing that that child should not do. But, again, my issue with that is on his coach. You know, his coach should look at him and say, hey, man, prob- probably not a thing we should do. And I'm sure it's something he's done probably most of, if not all the all year, and it just because it was on TV, finally, people noticed it, and now it's an issue. But, um, you know, I, I just think that's one of those things that you, you, like, you take issue with the adult in charge, not the kid who's doing it. 
again, he's a 12-year-old kid. If he's if that's just what he's been told to do by his coach, like, hey, you're short to begin with. You're my leadoff guy. I need you to get on base because you're fast and you can swipe a bag for me and get in scoring position. And that's what he's been coached to do. And the kid's just doing what he's told. So now we're taking exception to a kid who's being who's listening to a coach. I, I again to retaliate against the kid in any way, shape, or form. I think is wrong. And there are people like, oh, the next the next pitch should hit the coach, or we should like listen. At most, that should be a conversation somewhere on the sidelines. Hey, man, not for nothing. That's Bush. You know that's. You know that that's crap, and it, and, and and you know what? That conversation probably doesn't even yield any kind of result. That conversation probably does nothing in that realm. That coach is probably going to have that kid do it again and again and again, and that kid will do it as long as he plays for that coach, because it's something he has been coached to do, and he'll do it until he realizes it's probably not okay, or it's probably something he shouldn't do. Something along those lines. Um, but again, here we are at the crossroads of an adult reaction being punish the kid being the coach of the other team. So if I'm the coach of the other team, you know, there are people out there saying, if I'm that coach of that other team, the kids, you know, he's, he's wearing the next pitch or, you know, something along those lines. And again, you're, do I believe there's a spot to intentionally hit someone with a ball? Yes. And I, you know, there are certain, unwritten rules of baseball that I wholeheartedly believe in. And I have had disagreements with other coaches on those and including a coach who was a, you know, was a longtime friend that caused a little bit of a rift in our relationship. The last year I coached with him years ago, um, you know, cause it's one of those unwritten rules. So I do believe that there's a point where that is a thing, but at the same token, this isn't it. And to say, just because somebody on the other team does something you don't like, doesn't mean you should retaliate, but what you're teaching that 12-year-old in that spot is this batter did something in the box that I don't like or that I have deemed wrong, therefore I should hit him with a baseball. I don't I don't think I mean, you know, I, I know I've seen pitchers that, you know, get upset by a batter's pre-swing routine. Does that mean you should plug the guy? No, because you know what? He's gonna do it next at bat too. You know, it, Again, there's a time and a place, and I don't think that's it. Um, you know, and so I've already covered the, uh, you know, the high five being, you know, is it too far on the sportsmanship spectrum? Maybe a little bit, but not enough to elicit the reaction that came of it, I think. Um, again, these are kids playing a game, and they are hardcore grilled in the sportsmanship world. You know, that sports should be all about cheering on your opponents as much as it is cheering on your own teammates. Um, again, I don't, I don't think the lesson is lost. I think it might go too far sometimes, but that's not a bad lesson to go too far on, you know? Um, but you know, that, that is something that we have to talk about. You know, there is a point where you cross over from being a good sport into a realm of not caring about your own team's performance, you know, I can tell you, you give up that home run in the bottom of the ninth to walk off a game. Like you're, you're not telling the dude who just hit it, "Hey, great game." You're telling, you're, you're walking, looking at yourself, going, 
explicitive, 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 I shouldn't have thrown that pitch, or I didn't like the pitch call, or whatever it might be, because you're angry with the outcome, and you're angry with your performance. You know, if you've grown up your entire life, like, you know, you get to 18 years old in a, in a big game for your high school or your summer team or you go to college and it's a big game and you're on the mound and you get that home run and your reaction is, hey, buddy, great hit, your team's going to crucify you. You know, your team's going to absolutely murder you for that one. Um, you know, so I do think that we have, you know, we do have to be careful to some extent when, you know, be a good sport but still care about your end of things, you know, still care about how you do what you do. But again, that's, you know, what, because yeah, you don't want to go too far in the other direction where, you know, you then have a 15 year old kid who says, hey, this guy hit a double off me last time. So this fastball is going at his back, you know, and that, that's the danger of the overcorrection, I guess. Or, you know, this guy hit a home run off me last time. So I'm going to buzz, you know, I'm going to buzz the tower. And then you get a kid hitting the jaw. And, you know, why? Because the kid had a good at bat last time. Again, we, we need to find a middle ground here. Um, you know, between turning kids into participation trophy wanting, I don't even, I don't even, I don't know what, like what term to finish that statement with just, you know, we, we need to find a middle ground between turning kids into kids who just expect participation trophies. Hey, I went there. I, you know, I, I showed up and I tried a little bit. You should reward me to being the guy that, you know, we don't want that, but we don't want the kid that, you know, his team leaves it all out on the field and they lose in the last inning of a, you know, of a big game and they're, you know, swearing at their teammates and cussing out their coaches because they didn't win. You know, we don't want that either. And I think I, I would love to see the reaction if there was a kid in the, Little, in the Little League World Series that did that. I don't think we'll ever get there. But if there was ever that kid, I would love to see the public reaction because I guarantee you some of these guys that are out there, you know, plug the coach, plug the player, um, you know, somebody should take that guy out back and, you know, and, and beat him with a shoe or whatever. Um, you know, I would love to see the reaction to the kid that, that loses it on his teammate that, you know, he pitches a gem and one kid makes a mistake and it costs them the game. This 12 year old just blows a gasket at his, at his shortstop for it. Like, I'd love to see those same, those same guys like, Oh, the, you know, parents and coaches need to be held responsible for this stuff. Like, well, which is it? You know, do you want the kid to be over competitive and fiery and, you know, wanting to beat on his own team if they if they make a mistake, or do you want the kid that goes and shakes the kid's hand that just you know that just beat him? You know, and I and I think this this plays to the same realm as the ever popular bat flip and or pitcher fist pumps. Now, I am of the firm and honest opinion: if you don't want to do to flip the bat, don't throw don't throw a home run pitch. You don't want a pitcher to fist pump against you. Don't strike out. You know, it, unfortunately, we live in a world where both of those numbers of number of number of home runs and number of strikeouts are, at least in the majors, skyrocketing. You know, it's this it's it's this bomber bust mentality. And you know, I, I hit a bomb, I flip the bat. The next at bat, you strike me out, you get a fist pump, and you you find people on both sides of it. You find batters that get mad about a pitcher fist bumping a strikeout. And then flips his bat, and then you have pitchers who get mad about a you know a bat flip that, you know, then fist bump or you know handgun or, you know, do the the Brian Wilson throwing up the X, what you know after a save stuff like that. You know, 
I think that stuff is great for the game. I think, you know, that competitive edge that we're talking about here that, you know, I hit a bomb, I'm going to celebrate a little bit. Nobody, nobody cares when a, you know, when a, when a football player scores a touchdown and, you know, I know in, in school, high school sports, you know, you can't spike the football and stuff, but kids celebrate, you know, a kid hits a no doubter and he flips the bat a little bit. Sure. Yeah. He deserves that. He went and got him some same token. A pitcher strikes out, you know, a big hitter in a big spot and he gets all fired up and fist pumps. I expect that too. You know, if you want to stop it and if you're the guy on the other side, don't, don't let that be the result. Raise your game, you know, but don't get mad at the dude for doing it. Like if you pump, if you pump a belt high fastball to a hitter and he he pounds one out and clears the fence by 30, 40 feet and flips the bat in the process, at some level that's on you. Throw a better pitch. Mistakes happen, but throw a better, you know, throw a better pitch. Work harder so that mistake doesn't happen. You know, if you're if you're a hitter, work harder so that you know when you're in that big position that pitcher doesn't, you know, doesn't beat you. It doesn't, you know, doesn't warrant the fist bump. I'll tell you what, you put the bat on the ball and hit it into play, he's probably not fist bumping. He'll look at his second baseman, you know, whoever whoever makes the play, like, hey, had a boy, great play. You know, put the ball in play. Pitcher won't fist bump. Simple answer. Um, you know, do I think, at, at the same token, yes, there are times that those things are unwarranted. Um, you know, I, I think we've seen a huge rise in kid hits a gap shot double and pimps it because he thinks it out when he six hops and a rolls to the fence. That's a problem, you know, because, you know, that that's where the sportsmanship aspect comes in. You're looking for the bat flip. You're looking for the, for the showboat, which, again, you hit a gap shot double. Congrats. Or, you know, you, you, hit, a, you hit a ball deep to the, you know, deep to the center field that the center fielder catches 15 feet in front of the fence, but you, you bat flipped on it. I don't know. I, th- I think the bat flip should be uh, reserved for a no doubter. And if you've never hit one, then, you know, you should, you should wait till you hit one before you, because you don't know what they feel like. Um, at this point, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. I, uh, you know, so I think I'm going to wrap this up. Um, you know, let me know what you guys think. You know, find this on Twitter. Join the conversation there. Um, comment on it on Podbean if you want to go on there. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the near future at some point I will start a, you know, a forum of some kind where we can openly discuss things. I'm, you know, it's all new to me. It's all fairly, fairly open. So if anybody has any suggestions on where these conversations can, you know, can go to be had... Let me know, you know, get a hold of me in some way, shape, or form. If you want to be on the podcast, get a hold of me. You know, I've reached out to a few people. Like I said, it's just a hectic time of year right now, so it's tough to get people in. But, you know, hopefully in the next day or so, I have an answer to that. Um, you know, part of the part of the reason for the layoff is I had to figure out some of my microphone issues. I, I know um, my last couple episodes when I have had guests, there have been different different sounds with audio. Um, you know, it turns out that my computer wasn't reading the two mics. It wasn't even reading one of the microphones the right way. Once I got the two matching microphones, um, that's why Austin sounded so far away when he joined me. Um, me and Paul Trippy actually just used the built-in microphone on my laptop and the sound quality wasn't fantastic. That is what I'm using right now, but I'm sitting in my office in a tight space, no real ambient noise. Uh, I do have the microphone issue figured out. 
I'm pretty sure I haven't figured out how to do phone interviews now. Uh, I just need to take that one for a test run before I actually put it into practical application. And that's about that. So, you know, a couple special shout outs here. Um, Buffalo native and Lancaster alumni LG Castillo just got called up to advanced single A ball with the Carolina Mudcats. Uh, so congratulations to him. Last I saw, uh, another Buffalo native and Amherst alum, Jonah Heim, was tearing it up pretty well. Uh, a lot of other guys, you know, mixed in around. I know Chris Quitzer is out in the Pecos League still, I believe, with Sonoma. And he's, every time I turn around, he's posting a video of him hitting an absolute moonshot somewhere. Um, you know, I know amateur ball around here, both Full Circuit and Royal Printing had a good run in AAABA. Uh, the Hamburg Legion team had a solid run. Diesel had a good, you know, had a good run through the playoffs down in Battle Creek like they always do. And currently the finals of the Muni MSBL, a.k.a. AA Muni, is going on. Uh, there's a Game 3 Wednesday night, 8 p.m. at Sheridan Park. If anyone's bored and wants to watch what should be a good ball game, the winner of that advances to play. Erie Buffalo, which uh, if any of you follow the Swingman on social media, Jeremy Nowak, he is on that team with his brother and a couple other guys. Um, you know, and group, you know, group, groups of us have known each other for years or, you know, would end up playing against each other in that one. Again, we have to win first. I'm on one of the two teams that's playing in the semifinal tomorrow night. Um, one thing's for sure, if you go watch any game that Erie Buffalo plays, you'll see a ton of Stinger baseball stuff. Uh Check them out if you're looking for baseball equipment, you know, uniforms, stuff like that. Um, you know, they, they do player packs and stuff. It, you know, tis the season. So shout out to, you know, my buddy Brandon and Stinger Sports. They do football. They, I mean, they do all kinds of different sports jerseys. Baseball, you know, he's a baseball guy, so they do most, you know, their, their big stuff is baseball stuff. But, you know, check them out on social media, too. Um, they, they do great work. They're, you know, awesome hats, cool T-shirts. Uh, I haven't tried their batting gloves yet. I'm going to be getting a pair for next season, um, but I've heard they're fantastic. And they last a long time. I personally use their bats. Their wood bats are awesome. Uh, makes custom gloves, like I said, custom uniforms, bat packs. They do player packs for teams. They do team stores, stuff like that. They do a lot of cool stuff, so check them out. And I'm pretty sure that's all I got for you guys for right now. So like, share, subscribe, get the word out. Uh, you can Tip of the Cap podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Um, catch me on Twitter, Tip of the Cap Pod, at Tip of the Cap Pod. Um, you know, let, let me know if you either want to be on, if there's something you want to hear me talk about. Like I said, I, I apologize that this half hour has been just me talking, but I wanted to put one out for you guys so you weren't just sitting there waiting. I had a couple people ask me when the next one's coming out, so here it is. And hopefully, you know, in the next couple of weeks here, I'll get a few more out rolling hot. And like I said, share, get the word out. Help me uh, help me get this bigger, better. And let me know if there's anything I can do to to, to increase your interest in this. Um, outside of that, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And I will catch you guys next time.